Hello, hello, everybody. It's Annalena here. And before I start the episode officially, I actually have another invitation for all of you. And especially if you are a manifesting generator, I have a brand new masterclass. It is called the Multi-Passionate, which is a human design masterclass, especially for manifesting generators. Or of course, anybody that would like to learn more about the manifesting generator type, and if you have been following me for a while, you may know that I am a manifesting generator. I'm a 2-4 manager with sacred authority. And in this masterclass, I will share with you my insights that I have learned from my own experience. And oftentimes, you know, I have felt very frustrated from the information that I have found in books and online because the manifesting generator, just like the name says, right, is part the manifester and then the generator, and there's often a lot of confusion around what that really means. So I'm going to shed some light to that. And if you're interested to get some clarity, what it truly means to be a manifesting generator or manigen, how I lovingly call it, I will dive into what it means for you to follow your strategy and authority. Because again, also about that, there's a lot of different stories out there. And I think people are often very confused. Then we're going to talk about how can you both multi-passionate and consistent because oftentimes people think that that doesn't go together but I'll share with you how I feel that can actually go beautifully together then I will talk about how many gen is similar but also very different from a pure generator and also how the manifesto plays into the experience as being a manifesting generator right also give you guidance on how to you know you can pick a niche as a manifesting generator because that's also something I think most managers really struggle with. We're going to touch upon a little bit also your fastest path to prosperity, unlocking money flow as a manifesting generator. And then as a little bonus, I will also show you the different types of manifesting generators because just like with any type, not everybody within the type is alike. And based on the defined centers, because the reality is you can have anything between two to nine centers can be defined for a manifesting generator. And there are just some different constellations that I have seen and how these manifesting generators experience us just a little bit different, right? So I'm going to dive into that as well. And if you're listening to this, then you can sign up for the masterclass for only $17. Eventually, the price will go up to $55 once we have 111 registered right now. As I'm recording this, it's around 40 who are already joining us. And if you know me, I'm already having a lot of fun in these masterclasses. And I think, especially if it's going to be a bunch of manifesting generators, it's going to be a big party. So if you feel the pull to be there, I'm just asking you, trust your sacral or trust your like body. Because even you may be a different type, but you really want to learn about the manifesting generator. Because about 33% of the populations are this type. So... This is my invitation for you. You will find the link in the show notes. And now I promise you, we'll dive into the actual episode. Welcome to the Art of Slowing Down to Quantum Leap podcast that I created especially for conscious introvert entrepreneurs. And if you desire to grow and quantum scale without the hustle and are ready to discover the missing pieces to effortlessly running a solar line business, then this is for you. 
And I'm your host, Annalena Fuchs, a human design and energetic alignment coach. And my mission with this podcast is to provide you with a shortcut to your most aligned path to success and financial freedom using a powerful combination of human design, science, and spirituality. And I myself have shifted from working nine to five to now enjoying the freedom of creating things on my own terms. And I want to help you do the same. to another episode of the Art of Slowing Down podcast. It's Annalena here. Again, we're going to have a solo episode today. And today I want to talk about one of my favorite topics that I have spoken about, I think, here and there, especially when I was on other people's podcasts a lot already, which is the topic of manifestation. I don't know about you, but for me, the typical way of how I have learned manifestation, something always felt off in my body. And I guess now I understand why. So let me explain this a little bit. There's something that I like to call ego manifestation, which I think is the old way and is the way it's not really supposed to work. And we're going to explain all of this. And then there is the conscious manifestation. That's how I like to call it, which I feel like is how it's meant to be. And that's the real way to manifest. Even though when we talk about manifestation, I have to say like we manifest 24-7. Like everything in your life, right now that you have, if you like it or not, we have been manifesting, right? And most of the stuff we manifest is actually unconsciously, right? Because our conscious mind is only anywhere between one to 5%, depending on what statistics say. So now let's talk about what I call ego manifestation. Many of you may have watched the documentary, a movie called The Secret. You know, it's this concept of like, figure out what you want, make up your mind, make a vision board, focus on that and keep make, making things happen, right? And it, it talks a lot about keep focusing on it, keep visualizing and all this kind of stuff. First, what this implies is that we need to know what we want. And the other thing is that you may know what you want, but now what if what you think what you want actually comes from pure ego and most likely from your wounded self you know, the, the person that or the part of you that wants to feel safe and you think that by having this thing or this circumstance, you're going to be happy, right? So it may not be actually your highest good to manifest the thing that you want. I mean, it may give you a sense of accomplishment for a little bit, but then you feel again like, okay, what's next, right? And I truly believe that many, many goals, especially what we see in the self-development world online it's always about i'm gonna bring the topic of money in now it's about okay how can you make ten thousand dollar a month right or what's your next goal it's always what's next and very often it's it's kind of a monetary goal now it's a lot of like energetically it's a lot of like forcing and chasing kind of energy like we are after something and i want you to think about my partner and i had a funny thing today it was about a cat. So think about what happens when you chase a cat or any kind of like pet animal right at home. It's probably going to run away from you, right? I mean, it's the same if you chase a romantic partner, if you chase money, if you chase anything, most likely it's going to run away from you. Now, the thing is, 
when we put a lot of effort into it, right? We can really try it hard and convince and manipulate and overfocus and work even harder and make things happen. And you may get the thing you want, right? Maybe you're going to get that relationship, but then it's not going to last for a really long time. Or you make X amount of money and then unconsciously you do the best you can to get rid of the money right away. Or you find yourself having the money, but you're really unhappy and you're like, okay, that wasn't it what I'm after. That's what I consider the old way of manifesting or ego manifestation, right? Where all these goals that come, especially from the head, from the mind, it's something we think that we want. And what I have also learned from my studies and everything, and also of course with human design and because quantum physics plays a role in human design as well, is that so the, the that's this magnetic monopole that we have, which is your G center. That center, we all have it, if it's defined or not, you're constantly pulling in things into your life, right? We are magnetizing experiences, circumstances, people into our life. And it's your body for you to respond to those things. And what I call conscious manifestation is where we are in a place of letting life show us what's actually meant for us, where we get out of the mind, where we get out of the logic. What if I have no idea what is actually meant for me, right? And this doesn't mean that we cannot ever want something, right? We don't want to take it to the extreme, right? It's absolutely okay that you you say like, I really want to be financially abundant, right? I really want to have my soulmate partner. What is really important here is that we don't become attached, right? And there's also one gene key in particular, the 42nd gene key, which talks about detachment, right? When we have these goals and desires and we become energetically too detached because then we need it, right? That's already the energy of pushing it away. But when we can be in a state of like, yeah, I really want this, you know, but yeah, we want it, but we don't need it in a way of like, I'm actually really, really happy where I'm at right now. I'm fully accepting my circumstances where I'm at right now even though they may not be what your dream is or what you think it should be for yourself, right? Because everything comes from a place of acceptance for me. And I always say this, like what you accept can change and what we resist persists, right? So if we're in a place of resisting where we're at, also with money and finances, right? If we are not fully accepting where we're at, we're just creating more resistance and we attract more of what we don't want. So what if, when we let go of anything that the mind is telling us we should go after, and we just focus on being fully present with where we're at right now, and instead we are in a place of curiosity and we ask questions like, what is in my highest good, right? What is really aligned for me? And let life show us. And of course, my my own human design and gene keys probably play a lot into this because my purpose gene key, which is my unconscious earth in the human design chart is gene key too, which is the most feminine of all the energies. It's all about allowing. It's about receptivity, right? And my core wound in the gene keys is gate 40. And this is the energy in the city. It's called divine will. And the gift of this energy is the gift of resolve. And 
this particular jinky has helped me personally so much why my experience with manifestation is the way it is, like kind of the way I have been describing it, this more conscious way of manifesting. And I can tell you for the longest time I have felt like, what's wrong with me? Why is my body so resisting to do it the old way of like, writing on a piece of paper, what is it that I want? And then go for it and keep thinking about it and forcing myself to go after it, right? <laughs> because the gift of resolve, what it really means, I'm actually going to read something from the Jinkies book. It says that for a person with a gift of resolve, nothing is really an effort because nothing has to be forced. Hmm, nothing has to be forced. These people may work extremely hard and use a great deal of energy, but unlike the shadow... They do not exhaust themselves. They know when to stop. And more importantly, they know when to say no. Work that is in harmony with your true nature is not really work at all. In this sense, it doesn't require willpower. Resolve means that willpower is built into the activity from the outset. So it flows effortlessly out of you rather than having to be forced. This is something that I have been experiencing so much in my own life. Because... Is this place where you surrender to an activity and this happens, I have noticed this in my life. It's something I, I did it one time. I was working on like a project with, with some, some wood. I was uh, making a table and it felt so easy. Like I went to the store, I got the piece of wood and it actually was kind of complicated and I made it happen. And the whole thing, I worked really hard and I was sweating along the way and everything but I actually had so much joy doing it. And then it came out perfectly at the end, right? And it felt more energizing to me than anything else. It actually felt effortless to me, the whole act of doing it. And I also find this, of course, when I do my human design readings and the things that I really love, because it's almost like I'm allowing the divine world to flow through me. And I remember when I first started my self-development journey myself, one of the persons I listened to a lot was Gabby Bernstein. And I think she used this term, be the faucet, you know, allow yourself to be the, the faucet so that the water can just flow through you because we all have a unique purpose, right? And when we can just allow life to show us what we're meant to be doing, and especially I'm a manifesting generator and, and really all human design types, we're here to respond to life. Even as a manifester, you have these creative urges, right? And you don't know when they're going to come, right? It's not something you can think about with your mind. You're not here to jump onto ideas. None of us is here to make things happen just from ideas, right? And start all these things. It's always like something in the body. And it's something that shows up on the external, especially for generator types, right? And then your body responds to this. And it's about how does it feel in my body, and if it feels right and good and light and expansive in your body, then that's a yes. And your mind, Mel, your mind may be, okay, no, but I don't know if I should do this because this is totally new or I'm scared of it, right? We are very conditioned to want to stay in the known and do the things over and over again that we already know. And that's the thing too with ego manifestation. We tend to put goals out there that we already know. Because these goals usually come from our mind and it's things that we have already seen exist in life. And how can we create miracles? How can we create shortcuts if we keep manifesting things that are already known, right? And 
there's also something with a quantum field. And I don't know where I saw the statistic, but it just felt true in my body. Um, is that the field or what we know is like less than one millionth of a percent or something. It's like very little. Let's say it's one percent, right? And then the field of the unlimited possibilities, the unknown, the things that we don't even know yet are possible that can potentially exist. It's like the 99 or 99.9999%, right? And we keep manifesting with this ego manifestation just in this tiny little point of existence that we already know. I mean, can you see how limited that is, right? And when I or you instead can surrender to like, okay, let me be open to new things, to shortcuts, to miracles. And then life presents something to you, right? In your opportunity, your person comes here where they ask you a question and then you respond. And it just feels really good in your body, but you have no idea what to expect. And then some really miracles come out of this, right? And so because you allowed your body to feel into it, so it's like feeling versus thinking, and then we tap into what I like to call conscious manifestation, right? So kind of in recap, the ego manifestation is this where we're like trying to figure things out. What is it that I want? Make it happen. And oftentimes put a lot of force and energy and effort into it, right? And I'm, I think we have seen this. I mean, people look ex on the external like successful because they have, have achieved certain things. But are they really happy? You know, do they really feel fulfilled? Does it feel effortless or does it feel like hard? Does it feel like they're pushing a boulder uphill? Because the thing with this gift of resolve of the 40th gene key, that is this energy where you surrender to what is really meant for you to engage in. And that the reason is because you have such a gift and talent to do this thing. It's going to come so easy to you. That's why you're chosen to do that, right? And then it just flows out of you because you already have the endpoint. Like you can visualize it, you can see it, you can feel it. Like you know exactly how to do it, how to make it happen. And then when you're done, it's like, oh, that was easy, right? And that's why I personally, I talk so much about ease and effortlessness, right? And sometimes people think effortlessness means like we don't put any kind of effort into it. That's not really what it means. It's just that it doesn't come from forced willpower, Right. And the ego manifestation is a lot from this like willpower and force and trying to make it happen. And with the conscious manifestation, it's more from a place of surrender, allowing, and again, actually letting life show you what is meant for you. Right. And I would love for you to actually reflect on this a little bit. How did it go for you when you followed the old way of? what I call ego manifestation. And then how did it go for you when you didn't have big of an agenda, right? You just allowed things to be put in right in front of you and then you let your body respond. And how did it happen then, right? And how much effort did you have to put in there? How, how did the entire experience feel different for you? So this is something that I'm really, really passionate about. And I have to say that especially human design has helped me to really understand how this works and how it can be so much easier than I think we we have been taught, right? Because I think the way we have been taught is like, 
I think one of the courses I took one time was like, you have to sit on the couch every day for like two hours and hammer in these manifestations of what you want, right? And I just for the life of it, I couldn't do it. And when I went onto the path of actually just releasing things that are not serving me, so that's another thing I want to say. I have done a lot of the inner work and releasing trapped emotions from my body. That may be another topic for another episode, right? The whole deconditioning work. So that I could get to a place of not being so needy to make things happen and actually allowing myself to surrender more to life and let life show me, okay, what am I here to be a vessel for? What is supposed to flow through me like water? Like that's the effortlessness I want you to envision, right? If something is really meant, and that's really what this gift of resolve is for me. I hope this is giving you something to ponder on and I would love to hear your personal reflections on it. Again, this is as always my personal take on it. It's from my own experience. That's also a lot what I work with my clients on and it, it tends to work out just so much better. And I can just tell you that that's what feels true in my body. And that's what I feel like we are going towards. And, you know, in last week's episode, we talked about the whole movement towards the year 2027. If you haven't listened to that yet, I highly recommend you do. Because I was explaining, we are moving away from the cross of planning into the cross of the sleeping phoenix. And that is also so aligned with that concept, right? Because it's all about more emotional alignment and actually from fully being present in the now, we can then respond and take powerful action, which never comes from the mind, right? And that's honestly one of my favorite things that I learned also from human design in the very beginning is that your mind is not here to figure things out, right? Oh, what a relief was that? because I was trying so hard for all these years and I was like okay my body my body has all the wisdom how cool is that and so let's take care of our body let's get out of our head let's get out of our mind and just be more present you know there's a reason why there are so many teachers out there to help us meditate to be more present because the more we do that the less distracted we are and that's actually another thing um, with a 40th jinky the shadow is exhaustion and the exhaustion often comes from one, when we push too much, right. And we force things too much. We just get so exhausted because we are doing something that we're not supposed to be doing, right. We're forcing it because we think we have to. And then the other side of exhaustion is where we're just exhausted by all the information that's out there. Too much stuff, too many opinions, too many strategies, too many ways of doing things. And also too much stuff everywhere, right? I can tell you, I feel so much better when I declutter my house, when I let go of information I have accumulated on my computer and my email inbox. And the more I can release that. So it's all about like saying no to things, right? It's about letting go of things and setting boundaries with things that are not for you, if that's people or information. And the more you do that, the more you open yourself up to receive, to let in for what's really aligned for you. So that's my final conclusion. I loved talking about this. I know if you can hear this in my voice. And as I'm speaking, we're starting to have a nice rain and thunderstorm here in South Florida, which has been almost daily recently, but it actually feels really nice and cozy right now. And it's getting dark here in my apartment. So put some candles on <laughs> to make it even more cozy so i'm sending you lots of love and light and i'm excited to be with you all on the next episode 
Thank you for listening to this episode. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, then please subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes. And if you also know someone that you know in your heart could benefit from listening to this podcast, then I invite you to please share and help me reach more conscious leaders so we together can create global impact. I truly appreciate you and see you next time.